This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get to it. Steelers at the Colts. Colts lane two and a half points. The Colts are minus 145 on the money line at BetMGM. The Steelers are plus 120. The total set at a low 39 points. The Pittsburgh Steelers lead the all-time series 26-6, having won seven straight and pinning their hopes on a young upstart quarterback name of Kenny Pickett. Last time they met was in 2020. Steelers won that game, of course, 28-24. We're not talking about two high-powered offenses here. I expect to see a lot of Jonathan Taylor and a lot of Najee Harris. What do you expect, Chelsea? Yeah, key matchup for me is the Colts and their turnover proneness. They lead the NFL in turnovers, which is not a good thing. Going against the Steelers secondary that has the third most interceptions of any defense in the NFL. Speaking of that defense, we talk about TJ Watt, uh, NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He has made a huge impact for the Steelers defense. You talk about how impressed you are with him uh, coming back to this defense and making an immediate impact. So I think the initial lean would probably be the Steelers getting the points. I really liked it at three. Now it's down to two and a half, which I don't really like it quite as much because I think automatically you kind of consider the underdog when you're talking about a low total game. Total on this one, 39. So if you think it's going to be a field goal game, you take the team getting a field goal. Now it's down to two and a half though. So we are seeing some money come in on the Steelers. I think I would still lean towards the Steelers here just because it's a team that uh, seemed to be improving. And I think there is limitations to Matt Ryan. Like, he hasn't had, like, a big blow-up game in a while. He at least yeah. can move the chain. I will give him that. He is a better quarterback than Sam Ellinger. And he at least can get some first downs for this offense. But everything stems from him and that terrible offensive line. So that kind of takes away the wheels from Jonathan Taylor as well. Uh, so I don't think I want to trust this Colts team laying points here. Because that's the thing. If the Colts were getting points, I think I would trust him and say, hey, Matt Ryan is at least yeah. a decent quarterback. But they're laying points here. Well, that's the thing. And if you like the Steelers plus three, which I do. Now, it's juiced a little bit at BetMGM, but you can get Steelers plus three at minus 135. I absolutely think they can keep this within a field goal. Maybe I'm going to put that down as one of my best bets. I'm still trying to figure that out, even though I am doing some hockey. But you mentioned that Colts offensive line, Chelsea, and I think that really is going to be the big differentiator in this game. If the Colts can protect Matt Ryan at all, the Colts probably win this game. The question is, can they? They allow almost as many sacks as any team in the NFL, and I just don't know if they can, particularly because the Steelers have T.J. Watt back in the lineup. I know he's only one man, but when he is in the lineup, the Steelers allow one yard less per play. That's an incredible statistic that one player 
when you've got 11 guys on your defense makes that much of a difference but he does the entire defense plays better and is lifted up when he is in the lineup so against a Colts offensive line that has had problems protecting Matt Ryan all season I just don't know if Indy has it in them to keep Matt Ryan upright and that's the only way they're going to win this game it's certainly the only way they're going to cover the spread Yeah, and we have been seeing some better games from Kenny Pickett on the offensive side of the ball for the Steelers. Back-to-back games in which he has not thrown a pick or turned the ball over. But I'm not sure how much they're expecting from Kenny Pickett because it really hasn't been games in which he's been like the huge deciding factor. Like It's not like they're asking him to be Patrick Mahomes in this one. Uh, But still, if you take a look at some of the props, like his total is set at 209 for passing uh, just the over at minus 120. He has had some games in which he's been pretty good, but the yardage just really hasn't been there. This Colts defense is all right. At least they're the better uh, aspect of this team compared to the offense. But matchup-wise, I feel like you probably need to play something on the Colts receiving in, just because if you look at fantasy points against, the Steelers are the worst defense in the NFL at defending the wide receiver position. So this is why I'm torn on this one. Maybe Michael Pittman has a big game, but he's been pretty much a dud for most of the games this season, uh, no matter who the quarterback is. So his number is really high in the 60s tonight. I'm not so sure if I really want to trust him to get that. Ooh, yeah, I don't know about that either. That's I would probably stay away from that just because I have a hard time trusting a rookie quarterback unless I see a number as far as a prop that I really like. Justin, let's talk about the total for a second. Set at 39, a very low total. We talked about primetime unders and how they were a moneymaker early in the seasons, but now we're starting to see that start to even out now where Vegas has caught up with those point totals, and now it's just about 500 unders have been a little more profitable over the course of the season. But when you look at these two teams, the Steelers are 6-4 and four to the under this season. The Colts are 9-2 and two to the under this season. The under is also 46-20-1. In the Steelers' last 67 road games, a clip of almost 70%. So when I see those trends and I think about a Colts team that probably wants to hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor and a Steelers team that wants to hand the ball off to Najee Harris, then I think maybe the under might be the right side here, even though, yes, 39 is really low. Yeah, the problem with the Colts is how terrible they have been in the red zone. Over the course of the season, cashing in with a touchdown in the red zone only 43% of the time. In their last three, only 28% of the time. That is the second worst mark in the entire NFL. So despite the fact that Matt Ryan can actually move the sticks, once he gets in the red zone, that offense turns too much. So I think the under is probably the right side here, especially the way that the Pittsburgh defense has been trending in the right direction as well. But we are talking about a very low total at 39. And Matt Ryan is fully capable of throwing not one, but two pick sixes. Like, I'm not even, (laughs) I wouldn't even be shocked. So I think that's the sabotage factor there is that you are playing a very low total. But if I were to play a total, I think it would still be the under hinging on how bad the Colts have been in the red zone this year. Oh, they've been so bad. The Colts are also 30th in points per play this season. The Steelers are 31st in points per play. I feel like this is just going to be one of those ugly Monday night football games where it could be 17-10, it could be 20-17, to and the under still hits. I feel like that is probably how this game is going to play out. I don't see either side exploding here. When you have a rookie quarterback in Kenny Pickett, 
At what point do you sort of, he has looked better recently, and certainly the Steelers are rolling with him. They are hoping he's the quarterback of the future. How much pause does it give you when maybe looking at a prop or looking at the team he's quarterback? Uh, some, but it's still built into the numbers. Like nobody's hanging huge numbers on Kenny Pickett because nobody thinks he's Tom Brady. Because that's the thing. You are playing the market and you're playing the number. So when you look at his passing prop, it is still very, very low. Like I said, 209 is his passing yardage total. I think I would still lean towards the over at minus 120 because they have given him more rain in the past few games. He has hit uh, at least 20 completions in three of his last four games. So I'm not saying that this is a great passing game, but they are getting better. And maybe in the props market, Pat Fryermuth is somebody to target because he has enjoyed a 32% target share uh, in each, uh, I think it was last game. And despite uh, missing a game this season, he still leads all Pittsburgh receivers when it comes to yardage. And he has a pretty low number tonight, 44 and a half receiving yards for Pat Fryermuth. So I think that's the prop that I like the most. Ooh. Oh, also, I wanted you to point this out, and I know you said it early in the show when we first previewed this game. Mike Tomlin on Monday night has been an absolute monster, even though I know even though I know that this record came mostly with Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback, but certainly with extra time to prepare, he's been unbelievable. Yeah, we've got to give you this stat. Use it if you wish. The Steelers are 18-3 and on Monday night football under head coach Mike Tomlin. So, yes, there is an asterisk. Big Ben has accounted for a lot of those, but still, mm-hmm. it should say something about the ability to prepare for these games uh, under Mike Tomlin. So he does deserve some credit. Absolutely. An extra day in the NFL is a big, big deal. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.